Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fears, battling along for one more week. We have probably just, it's it's week to week. We're on one year contracts, we're on one week contracts here at the Draft Doctors as we maintain the tightest pod in the business. Uh, joining me this week is just me and you, Jono, back to the old days. OG podcast, but hey, who knows, it might be swinging to, um, to get that influence up. Might be going to fantasy, uh, classic, who knows, who knows. That would be the end of the show for sure. If that shit ever happens, we'll just become a meme show, and I, for one, will not tolerate that. Well, my personal account's just—it's all classic now. <laughs> <laughs> my draft teams are in the can. Actually, my draft—they're not in the can. I shouldn't say that. Um, but no, well, it's, a, it's a classic. Oh, well, your draft teams are in the can because you—you bench Nick Newman. How does how does that feel? It's for, not good. for who? Who do who do you? Essendon gun that you in the home league, yeah. So I benched him for the one Essendon defender who didn't score well, which was Laverty. He was on like fifty something. That so we play Supercoach in the home league. He was on like fifty something in the third quarter. He ended up on forty nine or something. I'm like, what? What the fuck happened there? Well, do you know what? Like, I had um, I had uh, Daniel Rich go out on the uh, the Wednesday night. I'm like, well, shit, I need a defender in the home. This is their home league. I'm like, shit, I need a defender. Who am I going to get? Shits and giggles, Connor McKenna. I just need scoring. I just need scoring. And I'm like, look at the teams coming. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going Scrimshaw. Named, going Scrimshaw. Victory lap. There's yeah. a victory lap coming up. Yeah, that's a good one. He is, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about Scrimshaw a little bit later, but, uh, a lot happening. A lot of laid outs. The LDU controversy. Like, I mean, what, what's supposed to happen? The guy pulls out three minutes before the game. Everyone's trying to jam the site. I mean, oh what no, are no, no! They say it's technical issue, my ass. But what's what do you expect? Yeah. Like you're gonna have a hundred thousand, well, maybe not a hundred thousand, but you're gonna have a lot of people hitting the site all at once with three minutes. But and that's with people who know about it. Like I put it in our group chat, but when you're busy, like like this week, I'm solo parenting with, with the, uh, the the cherub, and you you just don't have time to do it. Even though if you know about it, there's people who you, you just can't do anything about it. Well, the funny thing, because we we're playing in the Listener League, and I have LDU in the Listener League, mm. and it was April Fool's Day, and I'm like, man, this is an April Fool's joke. Fuck this. This would be this, the sort of sick thing I'd do if I ran a team account. Or the I'd sick be like, Jono would put up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was from the North Melbourne account, and I'm just yeah. like, I didn't have this. I'm like, I'll put the emergency. I don't usually set emergencies. I'm like, I'll set the emergency on George Hewitt, but I'm not swapping him out. But then the other thing that happened is because in the in our listener league you're the vampire and so you get to steal a player if you win. That's right. And I was and it sort of wasn't like I wasn't like obviously I've won comfortably now, but I wasn't streeting you on Saturday. And I was no. like, Well actually would you be able to steal LDU? Would that count as being on field or would you have to like you would probably take from my team either Sicily or Tarano. Correct, yeah. Um, it was more Taranto because Hawkins is Doing very well for me. <laughs> but I was like, well, would LDU count as on field because he didn't play and I took Hewitt's score? I'd say that's a no. Oh, you like, could, you'd have to take Hewitt if you wanted. Yeah, correct. Yeah, like, yeah okay. Obviously, LDU didn't play. And so yeah. that emergency then comes on field to take his spot. So, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a gr- <laughs> In hindsight, what a great start to Rano Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Crazy. If you if you're paying attention to the listener league, uh, I I beat the vampire this week. 
I'm coming good. I'm coming good. Well, you don't have Mason Wood to rely on anymore. That's all right. I got Degoe sitting on the pine. Yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's wild in them streets in fantasy football this year. Anyway, a lot happened. Our sons got the dub. Good zero times. And three. Zero and three. Like no team has made finals at zero and three. Really? It feels like yeah. they have. Nah. Nah. Pretty sure. I don't know. I haven't slept and I'm not drinking, so whatever I say goes. That so. feels wrong. That just feels wrong. Generally, it's zero and two. It's very hard, but I'm pretty sure no team from zero and three has made finals uh, in that position because there's been a lot of talk about it, you know, like Bulldogs, Hawthorne, uh, especially Geelong as well. So there's, I think there's been a lot of talk. So Swamp thing, hit us up. Let us know. That sounds absolutely wrong, and I'm sure, I'm sure you're wrong. On this one, this is absolutely... I'm just saying, that's what I've heard, I think I've heard over the course of the week. I thought I saw on Twitter that someone, the last time Geelong, oh, the last time a reigning Premier started 0-3, they made the prelim or grand final or something. shit. Here we go. Is that a bet? No. Anyway, there was some pretty, um, there was some interesting names up on uh, the match review panel, Jonathan. Uh, We got John Newcomb. Did you see this one? I did see that. It was like a um, clothesline, reverse clothesline from hell, just held the arm and buried. I don't know who the player was, but buried him in the Griffin Logue. Griffin Logue, yeah. It's got to be weeks, you'd think. God, that was pretty bad. There's no way you can say that wasn't intentional. He's like pushing down on the shoulder and pulling yeah. the fucking arm. Like the Nathan, the Nathan Broad one, I, I was late to the party in that one. It looked bad, and you give that four weeks. But this was if this was intentional, just like chicken wing... Steven Seagal style, that's weeks. Yeah, didn't did not look good. Darcy Parrish is also um, up, but not much has been made of it, so uh, can't be all, all that bad. But uh, the talking point of the century is going to be the uh, the descent decision uh, against Steve Canelio, which then, is it feels tough because Italians speak with their hands, Jonathan. They certainly do, you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> if, if we if we were on YouTube, you could see I was making the, uh, the Italian gesture there. But Whitfield thought it was against him because he was doing the um, the whole hands up sort of thing as well. But the umpire uh, said no, it was uh, Cornelio. But like two minutes later, Jeremy McGovern, uh, Jeremy McGovern, Mitch McGovern did the same sort of thing and no free. So Mate, you see it a dozen times every match. Ah, uh, look, it, it's the fixes in. Like, you know, umpires love teams each year. The fixes in for for Carlton. We saw it last week against Geelong, and it's happening again this week. So, the fixes in. Perfect. Get get, get on your Carlton stonks. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're getting the rub of the green. Anyway, on to the things. Do you want to do things we noticed or waivers first? Uh, I think we noticed. I've only got a few. Got right. a few that. Um, first thing I noticed was, you know, Bevo came out saying, saying he was going to be innovative. Innov- oh, I can't say this word. Innovative. Yeah, that one. Um, and all that he was doing was played Bailey Williams forward and the rest of the players in positions. That was it. Yeah. That, I sort of, I sort of, this was one of my points as well. And Bailey Smith more forward. He was, didn't take, I don't think he took a CBA or like maybe one. a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So him and McCrabe was seemed to be swapped around. Bailey Williams forward, Joe Hannison back into defence as that running defender. That was about it, really. Well, I think the big thing is Adam Trelaw was just like pure guts, where he's kind of been 
shifted around a lot. Like last year, obviously he went to defence. He's played on like sort of a split mid, you know, central midfielder wing role. But he was just like fully locked in, and, and he had a massive game. He did. So it's interesting going forward with that. Like, I think the only ones you can really trust in that Bulldogs midfield is Bont and English. Really, like people were concerned about like Bont. Bont was on like eighty or something at half time and scored just under a hundred, but he had some frees against and clangers. So. I, wouldn't worry about Bond going forward. But, yeah, people are talking about Bailey Smith as a forward opportunity, uh, possibility, but yeah, what's he done? Like, I sort of flagged this earlier in the year. Like, everyone's going, ah, oh, he's M1, M1. I'm like, well, is he? Is he, though? And seems to, it's sort of like him with Cluggage, like, oof, unrosterable, unrosterable there. I think he's rosterable, but it's... Um... Bailey Smith is, but not McCluggage. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm rostering him, so he is. <laughs> Average of 65, that's that whole Whitfield from last year. Well, well he's got 100 in Supercoach. What the fuck are you talking about? With he less mid-time. Yeah, he's got 100. I thought he scored 65. Well, in fantasy, he didn't score too much. Um, yeah. yeah, look, it's a really interesting one. You had 55% CBAs in the first match, and it's just gone down since. Mm. It's, uh, it's a tough sell. I if you look at his heat map, and the heat map is just where people win possessions, it's not necessarily starting positions or where they spend most of their time. He had less in the forward half this week than he had in the previous two. Where do you find that on DFS Australia? Because I sure as shit couldn't find it this weekend. We'll run through it later, but uh, yeah, okay. it's, it's in there. Okay, because yeah, like, I mean, Bailey Smith has played wing. They've got Oscar Baker from Melbourne, who's doing a pretty good role as that wingman. Like, um, talked to a couple of people on Twitter about, like, what was a knock on him and doesn't seem to be one, but is it taking your... I mean, there's two wings, and we all know there's one scoring wing, one non-scoring wing, but come on, Bailey Smith is better than Oscar Baker. You would think. You would think, but it's Bevo. He's being that word that I can't pronounce. Okay. He's... Yeah, look, it's a tough situation. I think you got to hold. Yeah, for sure. you got to hold. You can't just cut on that. It's But it's really interesting to watch what's happening there. And, you know, Adam Trelaw is just a week away from another eight-week hamstring. That's all. That is true. <laughs> we'll go back to <laughs> there. A um, couple of massive injuries. Uh, the Darcy Cameron uh, situation at Collingwood Rock looks like missing six to eight has been reported. Obviously, Mason Cox is missing the next few weeks. Uh, as well with oh he had some weird weird thing I can't some remember. bleeding on the rib or something like yeah that. something like yeah and so there's a bit of a gap there in the Collingwood midfield we all know we want to search for position players forwards defenders who are going to get that ruck time looks like there's an opportunity there for say a McStay or an Ash Johnson might come into the team. It feels hard to know who to pick up oh, at, um, at this point. Yeah, but, like going just jumping to waivers. I do have McStay, but it's twelve percent. But that, it's more of a dart throw than anything else. Like, well, I think it's worth the dart throw, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because this isn't going to be a player who is going to be going. Oh, I'd better win this hit out. It's going to be someone who's like, I'd better be effective around the ground. Yeah, and like the backup of the backup of the backup is some like eighteen, nineteen, nineteen year old who's steam machine. The steam machine. There you go. There you go. Never heard of him. 
don't care. But yeah, go damn next day. Um, I don't know if you saw the game on Saturday night, Steve. But- sorry, just to go back to it, I think it's hard to get... I mean, Billy Frampton might be a suggestion, but I think it's really hard to take him out of there. That defense is... I mean, he's been okay since he's been back there. Well, that's what they got in there. They needed that, like, Jordan Ruffhead retirement. That's why they got in there to play defense. So I don't think that'll throw their whole... Yeah, they wouldn't sort of... want to mess up their structure just to win some that's, hit-outs, yeah. which they clearly couldn't give that much of a shit about if they traded off Brody Grundy just to roll Darcy Cameron through there. Exactly right. Exactly right. I don't know if you saw the game Saturday night with uh, St. Kilda and Essendon, but Kyle Langford rolled up in uh, defense for... Most of that game, so I know there were some injuries into their defence, but I don't know if that's going to be a permanent thing or, or whatnot, but, or is it the return of Stringer, but man, that can't be good. Like He was hot as that high half-forward sort of guy. So He friggin' beat the Suns off his own booth a week before. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like He was hot as that half-forward, uh, medium-forward, so putting him in defence, it can't be a great thing. I can't remember what he scored, but it, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good, especially I think is Essendon, they were fool's gold. They they fooled me once, shame on me, fooled me twice, shame on you. Like, seriously, I thought they were going to be good. They beat up Hawthorne, but they've just been poo. Well, I, bet, I think they're going to be in that mix with teams like the Suns and um, Fremantle maybe if they don't find a way that, you know, anyone could beat anyone on any given day. They've still got some talent, but... they got their talent, but I think... He scored, I mid, he scored game- mid-70s. I don't think the game plan is going to hold up for Essendon. I think they're still working things out. Maybe next year. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and we were talking about before the show, we were talking about like guys like Rory Laird and, and they're just not scoring well at, at the moment. Like, tackles are down. He's had the possessions. That, like, he scored 100 and, I think 111 super coach and 80 something in AFL fantasy, but. I think it's just team playing that fast footy. It's a dry ground at the moment. Still fit. Um, everyone wants to play that, you know, attacking football where they're it's just defense wing forward. No, no inside mids. They're not get, looking for those cheap, cheap possessions um, to give to the inside mid. It's just fast football. Bypass them all. Get them to the runners, and off they go to the races. So, if you're owning these guys and you've got the uh, concerns, unless you're a Clayton Oliver owner, but he does everything. So, thank Christ, thank Christ, I am Joe. <laughs> oh, I bet you're just punching air right now. But uh, I'm not too concerned. Like as a Roy Laird owner, he, he's been fine. You know, like I did expect a little bit of a regression from him. Like you know, eight tackles not sustainable. I think he had five or so, five or six on the weekend. So. That's fine with me. It's similar to Josh Dunkley. Um, at the start of the year, first two rounds, he had three marks. Zero the first game, three the second. He had six on the weekend. Yep. So the game will slow down. They'll get that chip possession going on. They'll get their little you know, kick mark going on. So they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, it's like you can't be over... Like It's not like you're going to someone and selling trades going, oh, someone's... Like Toby Green's averaging a hundred after two games, or Brennan Cox is averaging a hundred and forty after two games. Oh, pay me at that price. It's two games, man. Give me, give yeah. me six weeks and we'll we'll talk. It's um, he's got to have a bit of bit of balance on on the Crows. Jono Jordan Dawson moved to the inside midfield. Um, we saw Schoenberg got the omission. Hey, you're, you're talking showdown medalist. Jordan yeah, Dawson. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Damn straight. Yeah. 
Showdown medalist Jordan Dawson. Um, he's two years in a row now. Good on him. <laughs> he uh, so he moved to the inside midfield. Sam Berry got a little bit less inside midfield time, and Schoenberg was just dropped. Did Sam that... Berry, Berry get a little less inside mid because he got subbed. Yeah, look. Anyway, no, let's just shit it on the Adelaide fans. I know they have a good wing. We gotta bring him down a peg. I'm, I've had my victory. I'm not. I'm, I've moved on. <laughs> I've had my win there. It's um, okay. Look, I'm in a good mood. The sons of the sons have come out and done done the cats like a dinner. So I'm I'm all good, man. I'm good. It's good. It's good. Um, but what that's done is it's opened up some points in defence. So the, we'll talk about him later. But there's there's a bit of opportunity back there. The hinge. The minge. The minge. Our favourite. Um, it's favorite not, on this pod. Yeah, and and again, it's it's against a team Port Adelaide who it's not a great team to play against. For fantasy points. So, I think there could be a little bit of something-something there if that's going to continue. I, I, You know, I know it was sort of talked about in the preseason that Jordan Dawson was going to move into the midfield. I expected that to be an outside midfield role. But um, if he's got some inside midfield time coming, and man, there should be some points in defense because he was, he was a star. Like, that was, you know. Oh, absolutely. He was, just, he was their main man down there, so... What would you give it a one or two a week just to see how that filters out? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure you have to put in a waiver for Minge, but it's it's someone you could pick up in free agency later in the week once everything's cleared and maybe stash him on the bench and see how it goes. Brody Smith took most of the kick-ins there, but uh, there's certainly some points available down there if, if Jordan Dawson's not going to be there. He did still take one kick-in, but it's something to monitor. Oh, definitely, definitely. I don't know if you're watching this game, but man, West Coast players are going down like flies at the moment. Oh, it's hard to imagine Jeremy McGovern, Luke Shuey are injured. Holy uh, shit. And, and Witherden. Well, I, I usually expect him to be dropped, but it's pretty tough to get dropped mid-game. <laughs> well, he, he, he bought the bullet and just goes screw and just twisted his ankle or knee just trying to get out for whatever reason, get that contract. Man, that's not good. Man, speaking good. of players who got a contract and then got omitted, whew, Will Brody. Yikes. I just thought it was um, JL heard our um, hot take show and thought, no, 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 I'll put a stop to this. It's amazing. <laughs> like when these players leave the sun, it's like the sun's are the shittest club on the planet. And it's like Hugh Greenwood battles for a game. Jack Bowes, well, we just beat the Cats there. Brody dropped. Nah. Pressed here, no. Well, good. there's a lot of players who you know just sort of force their way. Well, I mean, Scrimshaw missed a bit. Well, they uh, got him as like a 15 year old, so we'll bypass that. What? No, they got him young. They got him young. Who? Scrimshaw? Yeah, he what? left when he was like 17. They got him like as a 17 year old and left straight away. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like he left, like yeah, he one did, or like, two years. Did a Horn yeah. Francis. He did a Horn Francis. Just... Yeah, it was like two years in. Yeah. So. Yeah, of that, when they had four top ten picks, only one remains. Flanders. No, Ben Ainsworth. <laughs> oh, Ainsworth. There you yeah. go. Anyway, we'll move on to the waivers. Uh, we are talking. Oh, sorry, Mason Wood got injured. Mason Wood. It looks. Um, so like everyone was doing victory laps on Twitter. Like, Brownlow medalist, for... <laughs> future Brownlow medalist Mason Wood. Uh, looks like a, a serious AC injury from what he was saying in an interview. 
I guess I'll have to scan it and we'll find out. But... Kept playing on though. Kept playing on. Yeah. Got that dog in him, Mason Wood. Just he's a beast. Ross Lyon, just get out there, son. Come on. No, seriously, Mason, get out there for me. I need you. <laughs> yeah, anyway, onto the waivers. So uh I'll kick it off. I got Scrimshaw easily as my top yep. pick up thirty six percent owned in defence. Burnsy. Burnsy, he is back. Back with another score. 28% own forward. He's got the Suns on deck. And Mason ah. Wood is injured. Ah. So there's a bit of outs. Like, it's, man, there's a bit there for Burnsy. It's all him. It's all him this week. Yeah. So again, Darcy McPherson, 41% yeah. own. He's been, Darcy, been super, super solid. And uh, again, Saints, Saints on deck. See, I thought he was actually going to be a fade with like Weller and Powell back, but. With um, Constable getting the heave, oh, he's just kept on keeping on and yeah, done pretty know, well. Don't know how he's hanging on, to be honest. <laughs> he's in there. Uh, the Minge, I think we mentioned, 23% own. Hunter Clark, 45% own. I will continue to fire bullets into that Saints team because they, you know, they keep playing pretty well and there's points on offer and there's, uh, you know, there's no reason not to. Uh, Ed Langdon, if you're looking for a midfield, is pretty lowly owned and faces the West Coast Eagles. And as we were saying before, Dan McStay, I think 12% owned, is probably where I'll be firing my bullet at the Collingwood Ruck situation. But they're playing up in Brisbane, and it's a bad matchup for Rucks historically. Yeah, generally, Big O knocks them about, but... Tim English got the job done, but I uh, had most of them. The only ones to add, our boy, Sidebump, still at 38%. That's three tons in a row now. You can't go past In what? In Supercoach. But they're 80s in Dream Team. Doesn't matter. Which it's is still, fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's still fine. I uh, had the Scrimshaw. Um, Cam Zerha is 25% owned as the forward. I thought he was. It was because he got CBA bumps because of LDU, but he actually maintained. So he's not actually getting the CBAs. It could just be quality of opponent that he's playing. So, look, if you're looking for it, get on board. I'm not saying he's going to be a world beater, but serviceable, 75 average in AFL fantasy. So it's not too bad. Yeah, I looked at Zerhar, and there, yeah, like you said, he just maintained, which is a nice role. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm not super pumped on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, I'm not super pumped on this week. Carlton this week. Yeah, um, and one to watch. Look, don't waver for him, but maybe it's a free agency grab. This guy has 74% CBAs and he's in 9% of the team. That's Connor Nash. So I don't know if they just brought him in to play a role, but just keep an eye on it. Um, playing Geelong, the uh, absolute bunnies of the competition at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> on Easter Monday, Easter Monday, so... Maybe he maintains and uh, so look, yeah, he's a big body and Geelong do have the big body mid, so maybe one to watch. I think the only bad thing, <laughs> the bad thing about the Suns beating Geelong is Baby Swag really took a knock. 3-3. Three, three. Three, three. <laughs> took a big knock on that Still one. Still did alright. Still did alright. Uh, yeah, anyway. It's not, about, it's not about the team wins, it's about the individual wins, so 3-3. Yeah. Three, three. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, all right, let's get to the Twitter questions once I find them. We got a lot, don't we? Yeah. Oh, fuck. All these people. Where are they? Any salary cap, let me just preface this. Get fucked. I'm not answering shit about that shit. This is literally a salary cap show at this point. 
get fucked. The draft salary cappers. <laughs> Joel, I don't know what an Oscar Steen is, but it seems to be Steen season. Oh, that's me. Who the fuck is that? Man, I would not I would not roster Oscar Steen in any situation. Unless I was in an eighteen team two ruck league. No, that is true. Would you if if Cox is only a couple away, would you stash Cox? F and Oath. Yeah. Like yeah, it's it was like last year, like uh Grundy's gone for the year. Cameron, he's just gonna be a bloody meat sack for whoever, but surprise us all. Yeah. Um Breno, uh, the list manager at the Suns, will be drinking from the top shelf tonight. Uh, Rory Atkins, the rat, had a had a monster for the for the Suns VFL team, which won by over a hundred. Oh, get on! Hey, they, they were pretty good. I watched them last year in the VFL finals. They were they were pretty good. They beat a lot of teams. I think they lost to Southport, whoever they are. Yeah, they lost, they made it all the way through pre, prelim. Granny, granny, they went. They got to the granny and lost to granny to Southport, didn't they? Nah, Southport played Melbourne, I think. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, the Nuffington. Hi, I'm a new listener. Where can I go to find out more about you? Super keen. Well, I think that's been answered. Nuffington's been around forever. Uh, Jed Anderson fan club. For fuck's sake, when is Jed going to get a goddamn game? <laughs> what the? F- is Jed actually, actually, I mean, in a hundred and seven point win, surely. Surely one of the Jets has done something. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. I can't even see him. Oh, there he is. 13 disposals. Banging down the door. <laughs> Banging it down. Uh, Surly, who's the best low-cost ruck that you could target in a trade? I punted ruck so hard that I'm waiting for a Lloyd Meek breakout, and it's not working. Bailey Williams is on the waivers, but that seems worse. Didn't he get injured? Or subbed? Who? I thought. I thought he did. Who? Meek. He was terrible either way. Reeves outscored him, for God's sake. Maybe it's Goldie. Yeah, no, Meek's just got the potato thing. Maybe Goldie's floating around. I don't know how many playing in your league, but Goldie's going to be, has been pumping out tons the last couple of weeks. He's He's been crap in Dream Team. Crap. Yeah. I don't know what these people play. I'm just talking. Uh, most coaches. people, no one plays fucking super coach, Jono. I know Breno's a super coacher. <sighs> yeah, and well, he's smarter than me. He should be on the show. He should be on the show more than me. What uh, else we got? Who, yeah, I, I think Lysette. He, he, no one wants Lysette. He is terrible. Man, go pick up Finlayson. Surely Lysette gets dropped Flynn? at some Maddie point. Maddie Flynn. Maddie Flynn surely wouldn't have been drafted. Maddie Flynn's going pretty well though. I know, but he might be. Might, if no one's smart enough in the league, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, um, man, Laddams has got to be cheap. Got to be. One of those two, but, geez, they both have risk around them. Like, Hickey's going to come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't see Hickey back till after the buyers. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, it sounds... T- that's, yeah, tough. Uh, Cooper, thoughts on Zorko? Can he average 80-plus? Sure. I think he can. Tough tough in them streets in that Brisbane team. Why is he playing? Like, 
Is he sort of defense forward? Like I think he's just utility at the moment. Yeah, I'm not. But he'll be he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He can score eighty. Yeah, he can score eighty in his sleep. It's it's a matter of Willie. Hmm. I think he will. They're going to get to some easier matchups. Not this week because they play Collingwood, but they'll get to some easier matchups at some point. Fade Dan Rich, okay. Cooper, time to drop Cunnington to waivers. I wouldn't say to to waivers, maybe to your bench if if you can. Like this, a couple of options maybe floating around your league. Like Rochelle's doing okay, Dixon's fine, um, but he's not great. Not great, especially when he had the mid all the mid time against the Hawks on the weekend and didn't do much. The only thing I'll say in his defence. It, like he had twenty one, that kick to handball ratio is terrible. I'd I'd hold. Um but traditionally that ground hasn't been great for midfielders. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one system, wasn't not the uh the other Hobart one. Yeah, I'd hold. Twenty one touches. Game time's not high. He's not what you got when you drafted, but I think he's better than that. Yeah, he's better than Waves for sure. Unless you're in a super shallow league. Uh, Coker, Ash, Lockie Asher trap seemed to take priority over kick-ins and out of defensive 50. 50. Was it his birthday every... Defensive every, fisting? What? what? De- defensive fisting. Was it his birthday? Every kick seemed to put a teammate in hospital. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Uh, who did they play? That was a weird game. I was watching that... Um... I think the crowd put more people in hospital. That was a shit show, that crowd. Who are they missing? No one, really. No one. Fit. So the kick-ins was... Man, there was a lot of kick-ins in this game. Uh, yeah, like coming, I said, it was a shit show. Coming took eight, Ash took seven, and Whitfield took four. So coming's still their main main yeah. option. I think Ash... They, they're just deploying Ash as like the role player where wherever he needs to... Fill a gap, so I think he'll be up and down. Ash is Ash is fine. He'll have his matches. Like I said, like I said, he'll be up and down. He's just that fill a gap. Yeah, thirty touch. He's like he's man. He was a top five draft pick for a reason. Mm. Uh, Coca also how to stop ruining my team. Wilkie Andrews Kelly obvious streamers and still fielded Core and Bonner. Look. I'll speak from experience of fielding the streamer this week <laughs> who failed over the dude you should field. Um, man, that's fantasy, right? Uh, look, it's hits and misses. Hits and misses. Uh, I'm streaming Darling this week. It's been fine. You think it's going to be a win, but it's fine. I think you can move on from Aiden Core. Big time. Big time. Uh, Isaac... Is humor cluggage unfieldable right now? Almost. Almost. I had to field him in the listener league and I I didn't want to. Yeah. He, he's on the precipice. He's but not he, even a buy low. He's just pure. He's like he was like oh, Angus Brayshaw a few years ago when he was so far outside, he was in the stands. And that's where I see McCluggage like Quality player, just the role has turned to shit. It has. So he's back to 
So what Brisbane have done is McCluggage was really the third staple in there in round one, but the last two weeks they've just gone to a heavy Neil Dunkley mix with the first two spots. And then it's just, let's get everyone a taste of it. And McCluggage, Ashcroft uh, and Barry are sort of getting the bulk uh, time. So he's out on a wing it's and it's not happening for him. Yeah, it's just just shit roll at the moment. So if you've got a, another midfielder you can play, play him and just park it for the moment is what I'd say. Yeah, no one's no one's trading for it. No. And you're selling low if you do. For sure. Betty, what do the doctors think about score projection feature on the AFL Fantasy site? Do projections influence your team selections or are they Trixie lies? Trixie lies. Fucking uh, load not, of shit. not Trixie lies. It's just it's a bit of fun. It's, it's fucking load of bullshit. It's like, okay, okay. I won't say it's a load of bullshit, but it's basically based on past games, where they're playing, who they've played against, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't take account for role change or anything like that. It's like, okay, we've got Jordan Dawson, who's absolutely brained it as a defender, but He's now got a role change and doesn't take that into account. So he's going to have 120 when he's only scored 80. So it's bullshit to an extent. It's just a bit of fun. It's just something in the game and it doesn't doesn't influence our decisions is what Jonathan's trying to say. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I know people whose influence it does in effect. I mean, it's nice and to see. They're no good at fantasy football, so. Uh, neither, neither am I, though. <laughs> this weekend would testify. <laughs> Jabs, uh, he just sent us a gift of Flanders. Yeah, Fla- so Flanders got injured and got subbed. Started well too, Jono. Did start well. I did see that. Did see that. Uh, I dropped him in the home league this week. I could imagine. I yeah. could imagine. Matt, Tim Team League, two rucks. I thought I was running heavy with four rucks on my list. Now I'm down Gorn and Darcy Cameron. Starting rucks of Laddams and Draper also copped the LDU donut in two leagues. It's a cruel game. Do you know I'd be trading for Gorn? I'd be trading for Gorn because there'd be someone in your league who has a serviceable ruckman, but Gorn's got upside. You trade Gorn for a forward, whatever, a midfield, and you can use that as collateral to on trade maybe said player, so to suit your needs. So I'd be trading for Gorn. Would you package up, say, a Luke shit ruck and, well, I was going to say humor cluggage. <laughs> All that. Well, that's right. Yeah, you, you could package that up for the say, who's underperforming? Scott Lysette? Not great. Lysette? I mean, you, maybe... you have to have that combination, obviously. You'd have to, but if you've got like a Lysette and, yeah, underperforming or like a bench player mid that you're not playing, who if you... You've gone deep on your mids, but yeah, I'd be I'd be looking for Gorn and then use him as a bit of trade bait for something that you need in your team. That's what I'd be doing. There you go, Jono, trading for Gorn, hot take. MJ, uh, man, MJ won over at the coaches panel. Will you be known as the Hat Doctors when Stevie Fish finishes <laughs> in the top 100 for AFL Fantasy Classic? Has he been in our group chat with the return of DOS? Oops, no, just kidding. I like you, MJ. That's that's a great it's question. A Will we? If the pod's still going, which who knows at this rate, Joe? Who knows? If it goes to salary cap, just count me out. I'm no good at that shit. Actually, we should do we should do anti salary cap. There's, There's a pod. Sal- There's a pod. <laughs> <laughs> pod. 
there's a Facebook group, the anti um, fantasy oh, the Facebook anti-fantasy, group. Fantasy, yeah. yeah. So we should just do that. Just get in oolong. Oh, here we go again. Sort of just whatever. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Kramer, would you trade Bailey Smith? Uh, again, I'd hold. As Steve said earlier, Trelaw is just a gust of wind away from doing a long term hammy. What are you getting for him, though? That's that's the thing with all these questions. Oh, I'll just sell him. What are you getting? You're taking a hit. You're taking a hit for sure. I think. Like, okay, so like, oh, I got Bailey Smith. He's M one, whatever. But you you, you got to yeah, you're taking a hit. Maybe sell him low. Sell him low for sure. Yeah, you'd hope for... You know what you hope is over the next couple of weeks, the DPP talk really starts firing up on the Twitters, then you sell him, and then he doesn't get it. Oh, miss it. oh sorry, Bailey Smith, oh, that's a 0.25%. That's a shame. Uh, grip dripping. Ken Hinckley seems to have switched from Coke Zero to Pepsi Max. Has anyone run the numbers on this? This is huge. This could be huge. Is that huge. a thing in the showdown in the uh, coach's box? I didn't see that. That's probably why they um they fucked up on the weekend. What do you think, John? Coke Zero to Pepsi Max? This is pretty big. Either this is right either. in our wheelbag. Nah, either, either. I don't do this zero or max shit. Just give me full Coke or full Pepsi. You know but- who I? You know who I blame for this? Who? Philip Lowe. <laughs> right, Philip Lowe. The cost of living is spiraling out of control to the point Pepsi Max is like half the price of Coke Zero. So that's the thing, like, everyone goes, ah, because Coke is, like, universal name brand, but we all know Pepsi's the uh, superior product. Pepsi is a superior product. Well, Patrick Bateman would agree with you, Jono. Yeah, but that's I, why I'm close to being a serial killer. I, I blame, we need to look at Philip Lowe and Ken Hinckley and Koshy, and there's something no, no, going on. They're buying Pepsi stonks, that's why. You watch. They're stonk, going up. Stonk watches on. Well, who wants to? But who wants to be a? Who wants to buy a Pepsi if they're associated with being a fucking loser like Ken Hinckley? Pepsi Max, Jesus Christ! Like, like Coke Zero, baby. Pepsi, Pepsi Max, fucking worse. I don't drink that shit. I drink full, full, full Pepsi or full Coke. <laughs> full Pepsi or full Coke, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Regular, I don't know. Premium, heavy. Premium Coke. <laughs> I can't afford it. I'm the poorest man. Uh, Luca, who's likely to get a game first, Hall or Salem? Salem's out till after the buys, mind you. I don't know if he, I think it's Hall playing VFL. I'm not even sure. Yeah, he is. Maybe after the loss, like, Kaiko was all hugs and kisses after the free man of the game, but watching that Hawks game, the old, the old Kaiko turned. So um, maybe some changes to be happening. Happening. So Zebel going forward and Hall in. Miller time. Who inherits the potato bake when the show dies? Pod pod. You reckon? No, nah, you'll start like some game day squad pod. The, game the squad day, pod. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with NFT sponsorship and everything. I mean, it's and a good crypto. market. And crypto. Yeah. I like Game Day Squad's pretty good. How are you going in Game Day Squad? Uh, even I did not move from last week. I've I in round two I was four seventy seven. Uh sorry. Yeah. Round one I was four seventy seven and round two finished four seventy seven. Yeah. 
Jordox, uh, why is the show reaching the end? Well, if you're a new listener and haven't been on board for the last seven years, you, you know why. So fuck off. I mean, why wouldn't it? Jesus, have you heard it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty like, tight. This feels tight, though, Jono. It feels tight. It feels like a good well, conversation. No, no state waffle. Waffle, that's why. Sitting there. Yeah. Uh, Ninja, thoughts on bringing in red dots on a Saturday? Wait, is this a classic question? It certainly is. Ninja, certainly. Ninja, what are you doing? Come on, mate. You're better than this. Well, unless he said, thoughts on bringing in emergencies on a Sunday to take emergency scores, red dot. Risk not getting green dot back. No, this see, this is a classic question, Ninja. You're classic. better than this. Ninja's we, be- love, are- we, we love you, but you're better than this. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, Breno, how about that son's win? Jew is back, baby. Here we go. The best part about this is he sent this at, like, lunchtime. <laughs> that was that was good. It's just, like, he'd seen the future and just posted it. Yeah, Jew is back. They went fast, Jono. They went fast. I didn't actually, but this was a two o'clock. No, I was watching the Formula One. Sorry, didn't see it. I didn't even know the Formula was on till today. Yeah, um, a big F1 fan. Love yeah. it. Who knew? Was, oh, all you got to do is fast forward to the third last lap and carnage. Absolute carnage. That's all you got to do. Uh, Russ, is it McStay season whilst all of the mature pies Ruckman are out? <sighs> I'd say he's in the, he's on the park. He's playing. I don't know if it's his season though. Mm, a bit of a fence sit. It's, he's there. He's there. But look, what's his ownership? Seriously. Who? McStay, 12%. Oh, well, 12%, yeah. Yeah. Dotty, are you real doctors? Because this is all I can picture when you fellas talk. It's Dr. Nick Riviera punching uh, Homer and shooting himself up. You know, I'd love to have a beer with, or a drink with Dotty. Seems like a good bloke. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually. I think we're going to head up to Echuca this year, so maybe. I think. Oh, is, he in, I think in, is that where I he's up? Is he? I think he's around there somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he's in Echuca, yeah. but he's in the River Riverina area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frio. When can we next see? Jesus Christ! There's a lot of questions. When can we next see the Credlin and the Fizz podcast after yesterday's result? Uh, did you see this? The. Uh... The liberal seat that has never lost in over a hundred years has fallen to Labor. There'd be victory laps left, right, and centre, wouldn't there? They need some. Uh, they need some fresh blood, and I can't think of anything better than tying. Or well, she's a Western Victorian, John. We've discussed this. Tying up the the podcast, just wrapping a bow on that, and look, look, Western Victoria, Liberal heartland, and we'll. we'll Make a push, me and the Credits. She can be the <laughs> campaign manager. We'll, we'll make Liberals great again. Oh, I'd love to see that. Love to see that. I think everyone would. Make Fizz great again. <laughs> uh, the Smith Dog, Zach Butters, what's up? I don't know. What is that? Don't own any shares whatsoever, so haven't paid attention to him. Uh, man, I, I will offer Zach Butters up in a trade. I've got too Zach Butters in my home lead. Too many mouths. Yep. Too many mouths, yeah. They, they've also been kind of shit. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
So it and they all. You ever see those videos the clubs put out, like on social media, where they like have a camera there and there's obviously a question written there under the camera, and they all kind of answer it they, yeah, as yeah, they walk yeah. past. They had one for Port, and it's who's the coach's pet, and they oh, no. basically all said butters. So like oh, once, no. once Kenny's out, it's Kenny. Ken out. Ken out's got. Oh, I'll say three weeks. He's got three weeks. Because there's no contract offer. Koshi, Koshi was not happy Saturday night. Like, you got three weeks, Kenny boy. Three weeks. And Boke. Boke. If you're a Boke owner, mate, put him to the waivers. I can't remember. Uh, Brody Smith ran at him. Boke pulled out. Yeah, I saw. You're in preser- preservation mode, mate. You're gone. 12% CBAs for Butters. It's done. Willem Drew's playing good footy. Ish. Yes. Well, I mean, for Willem so- Drew. Scored well, yeah, yeah. Yep. The franchise wines, rosies. Franchise. Oh, don't get me started on the franchise. What's wrong with the franchise? Lazy. So what? I, I don't want my players chasing. <laughs> I want my players running to get the ball in position. Don't waste your energy chasing. Tackles, man. Tackles are worth nah, more than not, a handball. Tackles are worth more than a handball. You get a mark <laughs> and a kick. That's six. <laughs> yeah, but there was a free kick, free four and kick. Do you know so tackle? You know this is this is really interesting. Is the only reason people go after the franchise is because Kane, <laughs> they hate Kane Corns, right? And I love Kane, Kane Corns. Kane love Corns. Him. People hate Kane Corns, though. I know that. Yeah, but okay, I love him. So he plays the villain, and mm. everything he says is in bad faith, and he's bought onto his boy. The problem is now everyone hates his boy. Because they hate him. He has done... He's doing this kid in. He's knifing him from behind. Yeah, I love Ken Gould, though. But I just don't like Horn Francis. No, I can, see I, through, I, I can see through the charade, but I just don't like Horn Francis. Everyone can see through it, but they still hate him. Ah, but that's so good about football. It's like It was like last week. Um, was it Geelong and Carlton and that Henry kid? Carlton fans were booing the Henry kid. It's got nothing to do with Geelong like fucking hell like seriously uh, Major will Jack Ross last pass this week with Hopper back is Hopper back though question mark probably yeah I, I don't know yeah Swordmas whatever it was yeah no Jack Ross was f- fool's gold one week one week hit Nick Haynes a lockdown or loose defender uh, what's he been playing I only sort of Watching the gold, uh, GWS game, sort of looked like he was just. I've ne- I didn't watch the game, but he's usually just the third man up, and he, yeah, he usually plays oh, he was fair. Just, he was, yeah, he was. Uh, he wasn't. He didn't have a man from what I was watching on the weekend. He was just loose in defence. So uh, it's a matchup role. Uh, and will Char- Charlie Dixon or Finlayson be the backup ruck? <laughs> I think Finn Lason will be the backup ruck. Charlie Dixon's been too much on fire deep forward with Todd Marshall, so I'll leave it at that and let Finn Lason charge up the ground a little bit and also too icy. Would you be shocked if they... Uh, they're not going to drop Lysette, surely. They're not going to drop him, but they might reduce a lot. They might bring in um, Hayes. Is it Hayes? Yeah. Young boy. Easy, easy peasy. Scrimshaw looks tasty. Yep. 
Yep. Certainly does. E, what to do with Bailey Smith? Probably the most underperforming, uninjured first round mid. Yeah. Mm. Hold. In AFL fantasy, he's so tough to hold. You can't trade him. Yeah. You're not yeah. getting anything for him. No. Oh, you get you get something semi decent, but a chance for forward status, maybe. Wait, wait, where dogs play? Richmond. Richmond next Saturday. They do. Mm. Maybe a hodl. Hodl. Hodl on that one. Is LDU being laid out with two seconds left a sign that I should never have played this shit game and instead done anything else productive in my life? Yes. Yep. Yes. Warren, game gone past Cunners. No Simkin or LDU and look like refried dog shit out there. P.S. Shout out to Maddie for the great streaming tips this year. That's right. Check out our articles on the uh, website. Maddie Faz dropping the uh, stream team and the waivers article. And, of course, Nick dropping the dozen deals transactions article. Refried dog shit. Is that like the white thing you see on the side of your lawn? It just sits there for a while, but nah, Cunners is fine. I don't know if fine's the right word, but the dude's come back from cancer, for God's sake. Well, then he's fine. Okay. All right. That'll wrap it up forever. Joe, we done? We good? We're done. Yeah. We're done. Had enough of it. Had enough. I'm going to be something. I couldn't think of anything smart to say. There you go. Perfect. All right. Prune no, we'll farmer. Prob- we'll probably prune, prune farmer. farmer. Hmm. Well, why don't you come be uh, the treasurer, Jono, <laughs> for the campaign run? <laughs> Yeah, well, I've done it for the show, so why not? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Embezzlement specialist, John. Hey, well, Dan Andrews gone to China without anyone for four days. Who knows what's gone over there? Yeah, wow. Oh, we might be back next week. We'll see. The Griff Doctors. <laughs> Let's cam show. Even the yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for checking us out, listeners. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.